This episode of This Black Girl Podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is a super easy app that allows you to create, record, and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer, distribute it so it can be heard across multiple listening platforms, allows you to make money with no minimum listenership, and have everything you need all in one place. Plus, it is absolutely free. So to get started today, just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello. 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 How is it? Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, I think it's because you're not muted. Yeah. It's okay. I got it. We're all here. We're all connected. Perfect. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we're going to hop into this quick. Welcome yep. to this Black Girl podcast. I am one half of your co host. Ola Miss Lola. And I'm the other half of your co-host at The Hill Diva. And we have a wonderful, magnificent guest for you today. We have the absolutely lovely Jamezia Monroe. And we are going to let her introduce herself because she knows what she does best. (laughs) Welcome. Hi. Hello, everyone. My name is... Hello, Hello, everyone. My name is Jamezia Monroe. Um, I am a motivational holistic health coach, um, a comedic yoga instructor, a nutrition educator, all things healthy. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So um, the first thing I wanted to ask you and to kind of jump into, because when you first connected with us, you told us about um, a really, really like deep story (laughs) about how you know, you were having issues with your health and you're having issues with cysts and doctors were not helping you because we already know a lot of doctors across the board, doesn't matter where we are, um, have an issue or have um, maybe a blind spot, to put it nicely, with helping Black women, especially in medicine. So do you mind, like, I guess, sharing and expressing more of that story and what happened? Absolutely. Um, so I want to start from how I grew up just to give like a wider dynamic. Uh, So I grew up um, from, I grew up, I come from a military family and then I also come from warrior woman. So yes, I did move as the, the, the stereotypical black woman trope, strong black woman. Yes. Um, You know, that's how I moved throughout this world. And um, I didn't come from an emotional affectionate type of family. So a lot of the the anger and the things, you know, from childhood trauma and things of that nature, I would suppress and hold in because I didn't know how to uh, effectively communicate that or um, allow that to come out. And so I moved throughout that world and um, it moved, that's how I moved throughout the world. And um, a lot a lot of the times as I was getting my degree in nutrition education, stress is the number one reason why we have disease in our body. And I found out in 2018 that I had a non-cancerous cyst on my ovaries. So like they tell all other women and specifically black women, because we are disproportionately ranked higher for uterine fibroids and non-cancerous cysts, that I would have to get a procedure done. And I declined because I knew deep down in my heart, I knew that there was a holistic way to eliminate my cysts. I just didn't have the answer and I didn't know how, but I knew I was going to dedicate the rest of my life to figure that thing out (laughs) because you couldn't tell me 
you know, I was I was not going to get this surgery because I didn't want to, uh, you know, put any harm or do any harm to my body. So um, fast forward to this pandemic, 2020, that was the worst and the best year of my life. And let me explain to y'all why. Mm-hmm. Um, 2020, you know, it started off rocky for me. Um, and in February, it's my birthday. So, you know, after I got back from my birthday, from Miami, celebrating, had a good time. Um, two weeks later, I didn't know my life was going to flip upside down. Um, I found out that my brother, who was like a, uh, my cousin, who was like a brother to me, he passed away from a seizure. Um, and that was devastating. Um, and then uh, the day that I got back from the funeral, the guy I was dating at the time, we ended up splitting that day. Um, and then fast forward, uh, I get back to work the following week from work. You know, I was met with challenges and issues. I had warnings and write-ups to my name on the verge of losing my job. Uh, fast forward from that, you know, I was three weeks behind on my um, schoolwork. I was uh, getting my master's in nutrition education at that time. Um, you know, wasn't feeling appreciated by friends still dealing with these uh not these cysts on my ovaries and i didn't um i didn't mention earlier but my my menstrual cycles would last for three weeks at a time and they were long yeah yes so it would so all of these things are happening and we're at the height of racial injustices in this country um so one day i realized it all hit me at once one day and I, i realized i was not happy with myself as a woman I wasn't happy with my job and I just wasn't happy with where I was in life. And I hit what I call my greatest depression. That was my greatest depression. And and the strong black woman that I knew myself to be, I was no longer that. Um, I hit rock bottom. I felt broken and hurt and I felt like I couldn't take anymore. So I moved through that great depression for a few months and I will fast forward to two months um, to June. After meditating one day, I opened my eyes and my eyes landed on this book called The Optimum Fast. Um, And it was recommended to me by my elder. So uh, fast forward, um, I told myself I was gonna do that fast for seven days. It was a liquid fast. Um, And not only was I doing it for seven days, my spirit led me to to dedicate the seven days to each chakra. And for those of you who are unaware of chakras, if you don't know what they are, they're just wheels of energy that make up our life force and they connect us to everything in the universe, um, everything. And it ha- also connects us to the different aspects of our lives. Um, so I did that. And within them seven days, when I said I had the most transformational experience, so much happened in sh- a short amount of time. And it was like crazy. And I knew that something was going to happen. So my spirit also led me to, um, I had five different journals. I vlogged some of the, most of the days I didn't uh, vlog like the last few days, you know, I was uh, meditating, doing yoga and all of those things, but I was uh, reconnecting with myself on the first day or not the first day on one of the days, um, all of my traumas and wounds and shadows and demons came to surface and I had to come face to face with that. And I, it made me realize the role that I played in other people's lives and the role that they played in mine. And it, so it felt like I was having an existential crisis, an identity crisis, and an e- ego death at the same time. But in, wow. hindsight, in hindsight, I was actually having a, a spiritual awakening. And then on, an, on another day, I lied to you not. Um, like I said, I was going to dedicate the rest of my life to figure out how to eliminate these cysts. After uh, going to the restroom, these crazy looking things came out of me. And I had to research in Google just to be sure. And to my surprise, my cysts came out of me, y'all. And when I say I jumped up and down, I cried, I was in disbelief, you know, I was happy. And all of these emotions came to the surface because I'm like, man, I finally found the answer. 
Um, on another day, I experienced another level of peace I never experienced before. It just felt like I was getting a warm, energetic hug. And at the end of the fast, I realized that all of the, for me and my journey, which I felt to mention, you know, I would do so much as a black woman, we are everything for everyone except for ourselves. And we oh, cannot pour from an empty cup. So at the end of that, I what I did was I poured all of the love that I would give so freely to others back into myself. And when I said that was the best thing that I could have done. And I said, I want other people to feel this. So fast forward, I quit my job two months later, my corporate job, and I expanded my yoga business into a holistic health company. And my goal is to help other black women, you know, feel good, to be healthy, to be well in this nation and in this country. So yeah <laughs> i love that i love that just that is so inspiring yeah, yeah. the concept yeah. of stress like and it's funny because like hilda and i were like we're friends in real life we see each other on a regular basis we talk okay. <laughs> literally the other day i called her and i said girl like how are you i know things can be stressful and like stress can manifest in whole heaps of different ways Absolutely. Like I've been there, she's been there. I've had other friends that have been there, girlfriends that are being put into the hospital because of it. And it's just like, whatever you need to do to find your peace, right. please find it because your body's gonna start rejecting all of it. Absolutely. And just like hearing that story and hearing how like all the layers of what you don't think is stress because you've been conditioned to just kind of like go with the flow, you know, deal with it, put your big girl panties on and just go through it. Like this is what we're built for, but just not realizing that every single thing you do builds a layer of stress. Like you know, just all the, the moving and then the stress of work. And then like, you know, the boyfriend and like your, your cousin. And like, those are all layers of stress that we don't always have the time to like swallow, digest, ask ourselves, how does, we, how do we feel? How does this make us feel? Like, like you said, reflect on, who like how you impact people's lives and how people impact your lives. Absolutely. And definitely, I can see that definitely manifesting as stress and developing a cyst in your body. Cause that's terrible. Three weeks? Three weeks, painful and long. It was like, now imagine, and I, I don't know if y'all know, but this month is mental health month. Yeah. And, um, and just imagine, so I de- I wasn't new to depression because I dealt with that for years. And imagine how that impacted my relationships. You know, and so that means I'm off for one week. I'm always on my cycle for three weeks at a time. So yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I was going to say, um, like when you mentioned you're living your life and you don't even kind of realize you're in this depression, you know, like looking mm-hmm. back, you can kind of, re- it's like things kind of slowly creep up on you. You're living this life. You're tired. You don't know why you're exhausted. You're being everything for everyone except yourself. I just find that it's so true with, black women especially because like you said that trope being the strong black woman we get so caught up in it and we get and it's naturally kind of fed to us you know through our family through the media through every anything you see about a black woman it's always a woman with attitude a woman with spunk so when we have our vulnerable moments we don't even allow ourselves a lot of times to really feel them and to really you know express that that need for help the way that we should right because we're always trying to you know we have to live up to this stereotype of being a strong black woman and even for me i can say for myself as a mother i saw that in my own life without even realizing it you know like i went through depression um in my own dark hour and 
not realizing that my life was not supposed to feel like this. You know what I mean? Like when you're constantly tired, you're exhausted, washing your dishes feels like it's a marathon, you know, and everything you do just feels like, okay, this is torture. You know what I mean? Regular things. You're thinking, no, this is just what motherhood is. You know, I'm supposed to be tired all the time. I'm supposed to be exhausted. You know, I'm a black woman, you know, life's hard. This is normal. But there has to come a point where us as black women and people have to realize, like, if it doesn't feel good, life isn't meant to be a struggle. It just happens to be a struggle for some of us more than others, right? But it doesn't mean that that's what life is supposed to be, you know? So we have to stop this conditioning of feeling like life is hard and that's so too bad you know what I mean we have yeah. to find more ways to make it beautiful and, and I and I love that with your holistic health that that's the goal to make everyone feel this positivity feel this energy and not have to kind of struggle so my question to you is what would be the first step um, with your holistic treatment um, I know with you you said you found the fasting um, lead us a bit more into what the fasting actually entails or if that's even the first step yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and that's a good question. Thank you. Um, so for the fast, um, so it was a liquid fast. Um, so it required you to uh, only drink water, herbal teas, and um, juices. And so I have an eight-week chakra healing program. As I mentioned, I dedicated the, the seven days to the chakras. And so what I do is I dive deeper into um, explaining, um, explaining the chakras and then also um, giving you different healing modalities to uh, how to impact those specific chakras. Um, and just to go, and I'm gonna answer your question, but I just wanted to go a little uh, deeper on that. So like, just to give the audience a little um, understanding of what chakras are, how they're related to our lives. We have seven main chakras and the first one is the root chakra and that's connected to our foundation. So our family, our friends, our basic needs, food, water, sex, money, shelter, um, all of those things, safety, security. Now, um, anytime your root chakra is out of balance, you know, there's something, it, it impacts how you grew up, the environment you grew up in and the type of family you come from. So there could be some type of trauma. Our traumas usually reside in our root chakra. So if we are not addressing those things and we're moving in this world with the trauma, you know, and we're responding from a traumatic way uh, or traumatic events that happen to us, and we are unconsciously aware of that, that, and we don't know why we're getting the responses from people the way we are, that nine times out of 10, your root chakra is out of balance. So what we do is um, some of the healing modalities um, include uh, yoga, meditation, journal work because it's a healing program so i we open up the wounds to begin the healing process it's not easy but i believe that i went through everything that i went through so that i can teach the the very person that i came in this world as a black woman the same thing so i can teach them how to get through that um so even with the the fast to answer your question it was a liquid fast and it, it required meditation it required you to get out in the sun to go walking um, it required you to just connect with yourself and, and really love yourself. At the end of the day, that's what I preach is self-love. So what I did was I, I reached out to all family members and loved ones and I said, you will not hear from me from a week. So it was like I took a mini retreat just to like literally because I was giving so much of my energy to everyone. Like, and, and I'm not lying, like I would always give my energy and I would be drained. And I never understood why it's because it's like you are giving out all of this good vibe, positivity and love, and you're not doing that for yourself. So you can't, like I said earlier, you can't pour from the empty cup. So I went on my mini retreat and it's like, dang, it felt so good. Now I can pour from my overflow. 
And that's what I want to do other people yeah. to pour, other, other Black women specifically, to pour from your um, overflow. I love it. Yeah. Um, my question for you, I wanted to ask, because you kind of started talking about it, but yeah. you mentioned the seven chakras. I've definitely heard of them, but obviously, like, it's not committed to memory. I'm not going to pretend like I, I know everything. But can you, without going too deep in, because I don't want you to give out your whole healing module, I love the concept of it, but can you just outline at least like what those seven chakras are in the body? Absolutely. Um, uh, just real briefly, um, we have more than seven main chakras, or we have more than seven chakras, but we have uh, seven main ones across all cultures and across the board. So um, the seven shot, the reason why I focus on the seven is because they connect to our endocrine system. So it has a spiritual, emotional, and physical side to it, but it also has um, a physical side to aspect to it. So, um, if, so just to go through them briefly, uh, the root chakra again is the foundation, and then you have the sacral chakra, and this specifically impacts a lot of the, our Black women um, because this is where the uterine fibroids are, the non-cancerous cysts, endometriosis, and all of the other uh, health disparities that we have. Um, so that is our womb. It represents our creativity, sexuality. Um, our emotions and our divine feminine energy. The, the next chakra is our solar plexus. That is represented by our um, courage, our self-esteem, our confidence. And then we have our heart chakra and that's connected to our compassion, unconditional love, self-love and loving others. Um, our throat chakra is how we effectively communicate and listen. Um, and then we have our third eye and that's our imagination, our intuition and our ability to foresee our visions or whatever goals that we have for our life. And then lastly is the crown chakra and that connects us to God, source, universe and our past on loved ones. So those are the seven main chakras. And then it has like, again, a deeper health, physical aspect to it is connected to our endocrine system. I love that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah, it is beautiful. I've I've done meditation in the past, mm -hmm. and I absolutely love meditation. Awesome. Um, like when you are meditating, is it is there a specific way that you're that makes it holistic? Mm -hmm. um, I've done it with like there was a family that lived in our neighborhood that mm -hmm. happened to be um, of Indian roots, and okay. um, they would do like just like a a meditation session with us and like they would feel like one of the daughters would come around and kind of like put her hand over our head and kind of feel our energy just mm -hmm. to feel whatever energy was coming out of us as we were meditating and there was this very very um popular woman at the time she was an old woman i believe she was of indian descent as well um i don't remember her name right now but forgive me but anyway my question basically is like is all meditation the same and is your meditation is this holistic meditation is there something different that makes it more healing and if so what is that and what like what sets this type of meditation apart awesome to answer your question no all meditation is not the same um there i believe that there is no right or wrong way to meditate um because you know the goal is to quiet your mind but sometimes in a meditation session you have the monkey brain or sometimes you have all these visions coming up sometimes you get downloads sometimes you hear like uh like words come to your mind so there's just so many ways of how you can meditate you can meditate with music you can meditate in silence however what i love what i would like to what I love to tell people is that sitting Indian style or crossing your legs is not the only way to meditate. So I want to expand consciousness today. You can walk and meditate. Shower meditations are my favorite meditations. Mm -hmm. it's anything that allows your mind to not think. So you can paint, 
Painting is meditating, um, hiking is meditating, uh, coloring is meditating. So there's more than one way to, but people just think that, oh, sitting on the floor and crossing your legs is uh, the only way. And that's not true. Um, and then I want to uh, touch bases on, which I failed to mention, because this is what my whole business is uh, <laughs> created mm -hmm. on. I don't teach Indian yoga. Um, I teach comedic yoga and it's an ancient, Af ancient African uh, yoga. So contrary to popular belief, uh, it, it, a lot of people think that Indian yoga is the first yoga and that's not true. The first yoga was uh, it resided in uh, Kemet. Um, the reason why a lot of people aren't aware of that is because nowhere in their text you find the word yoga because yoga is an Indian term. The, right. But what you will find in their text is Simatawi, and that is the word that they use for yoga. And if you go to the pyramids today, you can see them practicing on the walls um, to this day. So I just wanted to throw that wow. out there. That's wild. Because I was about to ask. It's funny because it's. I feel like we're definitely all on the same wavelength with this <laughs> conversation. Because I was literally about to ask. I'm like, okay, well, what's the difference with comedic yoga? Because I know it's definitely different, and you emphasize, especially on your website, that it's different. So I'm glad that you really touched on that. Yeah. Because um, kind of even going back to the meditation and like yeah. talking about connecting to different root chakras. Because I don't. I like I've meditated before as well, okay. and like I know you can kind of get lost in something or you can kind of have that blank mind where you're just doing some kind of repetitive work mm -hmm. um I've found that I've personally had occasions where if I'm trying to purposely meditate like I'll go I'll lay down somewhere mm -hmm. and I'll just like shut my mind down and I'll try to think of I don't know somewhere in my body that's like bothering me or because I've always heard of people saying like when you're lying down try to just focus on one body part at a time, like one toe or mm -hmm. one finger. And do you know exactly like what, I know it's supposed to connect you closer to your body and have you feel more in tune, but is there a more, I guess, a more, I guess, scientific way or a more definitive way to explain that? Because when you just say it like that, it's not so silly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely understand. It's just more so allowing you to be present in the moment. I mean, that's just what it is, you know, like you because we naturally we move we're, the, the way we move in this country, especially as black women. We're always on the hustle and bustle. Now, adding children at that, we're always on the hustle and bustle. So it's like we're not really connected to ourselves. So when they tell you to focus on a specific as aspect of your body or focus on any elements, it's just more so to bring um, attention to that specific issue or not issue, but body part so that you can now start to feel. It's like, oh, okay, I feel my toes. Like if they tell you to like wiggle your toes or what have you, you know, it's just like now you're just bringing your mind to a, a calm state, but you're just bringing awareness and actually in your body, like just paying attention to that for the most part. Now, would that apply? Because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a TikTok fiend. I love TikTok. I'll never give it up, <laughs> at least for now. But it does, would you say that that also applies? Like, Because sometimes I'll see those videos where it's like, um, they'll have like some kind of meditative song or sound noise or whatever. And they're making that, that, that like very soothing, like um, relax it down. They're like, listen to this three times and focus on your throat chakra. Like literally that was the TikTok I saw yesterday. Uh -huh. And I was just like, okay, you know what? There's nothing wrong. An excuse to meditate. Great. I went there, tried to zone out. And it was, I don't know if it was a trick of the mind or because you're concentrating and having that intention. Like mm -hmm. when they mentioned the throat chakra, like I was feeling a vibration here and I was just like, <laughs> that's nice, that's different, <laughs> you know? 
So yeah, uh, those are uh, the sound bowls or the singing bowls, and uh, yeah. it could have been it could have been a singing bowl specific for the throat chakra. So you know that oh, could okay. yeah, it could have been uh, something like that. But the singing bowls, yeah, they're so healing and powerful within itself. But um, I love that. I need to you know look at that uh, TikTok real quick. <laughs> 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 I'm like oh wow, you know that's pretty dope. But um, yeah, so yeah, those, okay. So, so those singing those sound bowls, like they're there can be specific ones for like specific shoppers and for specific intentions. Cause I honestly, I saw that and I was like, mm, like I was giving it a side eye, like really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, yes, to answer your question, but a lot of them, they're, they're in different notes because uh, the fun fact about the, the chakras, they have a specific sound to them. And so, and the singing bowls have specific notes to them. So she could have been using the one, as I said, I mentioned um, for the throat chakra or something within that area to help um, intensify that that area. So I thought, I think that's pretty uh, dope that that was on TikTok. Again, I gotta look at oh, that one. Yeah. Everything, everything is on TikTok, especially meditation. Like, it, it, I don't know for me, maybe it just kind of like, It'll give me like miscellaneous comedy, comedy, relax, uh, meditate, relax, and then like some more like comedy stories, something, relax. And I'm like, okay, sure. Like I like this kind of pacing. Um, <laughs> so I but, have a question. Okay. Real quick. So um, my question is more around manifestations. So it's more okay. with, that, I guess, the third eye chakra. Um, so with with your holistic health um business also be helpful to people so let's like me who i've done i've been through depression i've come out on the other side i feel a much better now i feel like i'm taking back my life and you know i'm i'm making choices that you know are fulfilling to me but there are still things that i want for example i'm single okay against my will (laughs) If I want to catch some D, can I come to you and we'll manifest that crap? Like I want to manifest the right man or manifest whatever energy I want to meet this right person. Absolutely. To answer your question, because it all starts with healing, though. And that's why I have this this program because not just the the health aspect, but like in order for you to truly manifest the person that you want, you got to do some healing, um, you know, with your heart chakra. You got to connect with your heart chakra first. That's where this is the heart chakra. Is the, heart chakra. the heart chakra is like one of the, the hardest chakras to to balance or to bring it to healing because like this is where the hurt you know resides and trying to heal it you have to be very intentional about it but yes to answer your question um it's all about vibration because you we as we all know the vibration or frequency that you own we attract those type of people um, that are on the same vibration so if you're vibrating at, at a low frequency you're gonna attract low vibrating dudes into your life so (laughs) (laughs) like i mean that's just real you want you want that man you know that prince or the king or prince of charming or what have you then yeah you're gonna have to do some a lot of healing work so it starts that's why i love the chakras because it actually lines up you know everything that we need to focus on and um consider so it starts with the trauma that you dealt with in your family it starts with the emotions that you hadn't dealt with i really believe that this pandemic um, the way this pandemic happened, it forced all of us to truly like face our traumas and the things that we've been running from. 
because we're always on the go. And I'm so grateful. That's why I said it's the, it was the worst and the best year for me because it forced me to face, like I said, my demons, my shadows and the things that I suppressed. It forced me to face those things. And it's like, everybody, if you you come out of this pandemic, I believe you'll come out of this pandemic either better or bitter. And I want my women, specifically black women to come out better because we prior to this pandemic, we were already going through a lot of stuff as is. So now imagine everything that we've gone through. Like it's, it's said that domestic violence has gone up. It said mental health. A lot of black people are now considering mental health, even though we've like shunned that in our community. Like, no, you keep your business in the house. Well, no, nah, we've got a lot going on. So um, that's why this healing program was created. It's like, no, I know we are going through it. Black women are going through it. So like, I need us to heal because we can't be like walking with this trauma anymore. It's it's dead. That's where it's over. You know, it's, it's enough. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, like you also mentioned, um, in that healing program, the the intention of journaling. Yes, yes. And yes. so can you can you expand more on that? Because like I'm personally like I'm an intermittent journaler. Like yeah. I'll be like, oh yeah, I want to write things down. Other times I'm like <laughs> so like do you have to write things down? Is it can it also be like a vlog? Is there another way to kind of document your process and and what purpose does it serve you for your healing? Absolutely. That's a wonderful question. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm old school, but like there's there's like a powerful thing that happens when you write. You know, when you physically write things down, it's like helping you process the emotions again that you've been running from or the trauma and it allows you to get everything out. However, to answer your question, no, you know, writing is not the only way. Um, you can also like speak it out. You can you can speak these things out. You can, if you want to record it, or you, I provide several ways to heal within my program. Like I really do. Like you could do poetry. You can do anything that you know feels good to your soul. However, journaling is a part of it, so it's up to you to be creative with it. But um, it, it's just a great way to uh, process with your emotions. Um, it's a great way to heal. Um, I have a journal. Yeah, I like I journal like write down you know, all of the things. How it helps with mindfulness. It helps with uh, mindfulness, and and now you can walk in a state of mindfulness versus, uh, like I said earlier, um, if you're not aware of your root chakra, you could be moving in a certain way throughout this world and getting like negative responses, and you may not know why. But when you're journaling, now you know, like, oh man because of this trauma I experienced from childhood, I moved this way and I get X, Y, and Z uh, response from people. And I never knew why, but now I get it. It's because like I have a, the what would they call the resting phase? I don't know if I, we can curse on here or not, but. <laughs> yeah, yes, you can. Yes, you <laughs> resting bitch phase. And then it's like, you know, and you don't know why people looking at you crazy or not coming towards you. Why you ain't attracting your man that you yeah. want to. <laughs> It's because because you you don't realize that you are you're holding your trauma in and you hadn't really processed it. So then now you can move with smiles and a good energy and attract the the type of people you want in your life. So yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask um how because I know from I know for myself and I know like with Hildiva like she's been going on her own journey. I've been going on my own journey. It's been like. And it's weird. I don't know if it's just like the universe knowing like shit's going to go left or whatnot. But like from 2019, I just had this feeling like I need to be moving different, you know? 
and I started like exploring different options and understanding certain things and like uprooting a lot of shit in my life and laying yeah. down new roots and foundations and Hilda's she Hilda's been doing the same um but how do you address I guess or in your opinion what's the best way to possibly address other people because I feel like once you realize like okay I need to differently and to start yeah. some self-healing self-love and all of that growth you start to notice all of the little things and all of the little people absolutely that don't <laughs> align with your like that disalign your chakras you know like throw it off throw you off track <laughs> so how do you feel how do you handle and or manage those people that yep. you can look at and you can be like sir ma'am you are not on like we are not on the same wavelength put right. it that way guys when you are vibrating at a different frequency yeah and like everybody has their own timing you know everyone has their own purpose but at the same like how do you handle saying like i'm sorry like i don't vibe with you the same way anymore that is a great question because literally yes that that happened to me uh <laughs> for sure but um i want to say two points uh to that um well i'll start with this point first um when you do your healing and your healing work and you see yourself and feel yourself vibrating at a different frequency um i want i want to emphasize this like it's important to understand that you once were there so now be a little more compassionate to those people because it's like all right sis you done got brand new you vibrating on a new frequency and now you trying to <laughs> like you wasn't there yesterday so mm -hmm. i had to look at myself it was like dang you know, I can't be too hard on these people because I literally was like that. And number two is boundaries, 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 boundaries. And it can be uncomfortable conversations. But once you have those, if they truly love you, if they really, really love you, they wouldn't have it. They will respect you and they wouldn't have an issue um, respecting those boundaries. Um, and of course, and if they can't respect it, then Chuck deduces because um, we're not operating like that anymore. So yeah, man. And that's the thing too. Like it's funny because when I went through my journey, mm -hmm. I like like Lola was just explaining. Like we had to set our stuff in order, you know, in our own time. For me, I had to lay those boundaries down, and it's just. And for me, the most painful part was realizing who didn't respect my boundaries and you know realizing who did you know and certain people like they're the closest people to you you think they're your ride or die they're riding for you and then when you finally change the script on them and show them you know i want to move like this now you know i don't want to do this anymore i can't i can't be leaving my house coming to pick you up left right anymore i can't be tiring myself out running errands for you anymore or you know i need time for myself i need time now i'm tired of listening i need someone to listen now to, to my feelings now <laughs> And yeah. it's like to see who actually has time to take that seriously and give you the respect you've been giving them. It's, yep. it's shocking. It's shocking. You'd be surprised to see how little of people will respect you when you're at your lowest, you know, when, and me, I used to always be that ear. I used to always want to mother people, my friends, and, you know, so it was, it was really eye opening for me, refreshing. And it really made me really clip 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 you know cut the weeds out of my garden and start planting new seeds where they need to be and you know as a result now i have a lot less friends right but i feel like the friends i do have bring so much more value to me because yeah. of them. oh my gosh that was so beautiful i just want to like say something with that like that is so true in regards to like you know the people falling off when you elevate naturally that's just it's just how it is naturally the people once they see your light 
because it's, it's getting brighter. They it's probably either blinding them or they're like, okay, let me go towards it. I want to do what she's doing. Well, so you're gonna push people away. Or are you going to attract them? And the ones that, like I said, if they're not um, respecting you and vibrating on a low frequency allow them to go but i believe wholeheartedly that the universe will never leave you in lack so what goes away will always come back in a new form of beautiful people and people on your frequency so yeah oh man for sure for sure and the one thing i will note because we're talking about vibrations and stuff when you yeah. do start to like not even just attract but when you realize that like this person's always been rocking with me versus yeah. this person only rocks with me when it's convenient when they yeah. I'm the last friend on the list or yeah. the board. That's mm-hmm. when you compared to like actual people who genuinely rock with you. Yeah. Like I realized I never necessarily had a partner who will say like, who will look at me and say like, girl, you're doing too much. You need to relax. I'm mm-hmm. here. Let me help. Right. And it's sad to think because like I'm grown. <laughs> I'm, like I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not young. You know, I'm a grown woman. I have like I have a child, so it's like yeah. to realize that I've gone through so much life without having somebody tell me like pause, right. relax, life will still move as it should mm-hmm. without you having to be the one to move it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I I myself personally, like I try to we bring that reminder to like my friends and my family. So like, if I see like, you know, I feel like they're doing too much. They're not catching their breath. They're not relaxing. They're not taking a moment for themselves to be like, I know you're superwoman. I see it. I stand yeah. it, but just like also be super in your bed. Like, relax. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is such a good point. I, because I'm the healer in the family, um, that's what I do with my sisters all the time. Like, I speak with them, like, almost all the time. And I'm just like, okay, make sure you uh, incorporate self-love. Like, because we're all, we cut, like I said, we come from a strong family, strong woman. And I already know, I'll point it out with the quickness. And even this week, my sister was just like, uh, she's going to the spa and all that stuff. And, you know, she's, well, taking my mom to the spa and, and I was just like, well, I'm excited for you to uh, finally like relax. And she was like, wow. She's like, I didn't even realize that um, I'm sitting here worrying about her and that I'm going supposed to relax as well. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's good. Um, I want to bring this point. Um, when you begin to heal, you heal everyone around you. Um, yes. That's just real. Like you begin to heal because I, the way I used to move, like my one of my sisters even pointed out, she was like, wow. She's like, you didn't get upset, you know, when, when when my other sister said something. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, normally you would get upset. And I'm just like, oh, well, I guess it didn't bother me anymore because I've healed certain aspects of me. So now it's just like, wow, that is a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. The triggers That's drop it. off. The triggers yeah. drop off. Yep. yep. Oh, wow. I so love deep. it. I, I love this conversation. <laughs> the whole theme is like a lot of people love to say, birds of a feather flock together and they usually mean it in a negative degrading connotation and I just love that we're having this beautiful uplifting positive conversation centered around black women and that it's like everybody's acknowledging that like we've got all gone through our own traumas we've yep. gone, all gone through our own process of healing and how it's uplifted and benefited us and how we want to continue having it benefit us and I hope that you know everybody listening even because we do have listeners that aren't necessarily black or women 
But we still love you guys. We want you guys to heal too so that Absolutely. everyone can be allies and help one another. We can just grow to be a really happy community that can just talk about everything. Absolutely. Everything, anything, you know? And I just want to end off our episode with just you explaining to others how they can connect with you, how they can reach you, how they can take advantage of your healing program because like I'm, I'm living... I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Um, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, uh, community underscore yoga. And it's not spelled the regular way. It's spelled K-E-M-U-N-I-T-Y underscore yoga. Um, and it's a play off of Kimmit. Um, and click the link in my bio. I have a free gift for y'all. Um, you can find out, figure out what chakras that reside within you are blocked. Um, so I want y'all to truly understand that. And if you um, want to connect with me further, you can uh, book a discovery call with me as well. So, yeah. I love it. And well, for your for your classes, the yoga classes specifically, I know, um, I'm not sure over in Georgia, if everything is as shut down because we're here in Toronto. So like everything's shut down shut down like even outside shut down never shut down but um can people connect with you like if people want to connect with you online through zoom through stuff for classes like is that available so I to answer your question no um I do not okay. I, I'm not offering classes now but I am creating something um for the um, people so that will be coming out soon I don't want to you know give anything away okay. but Yes. So. Wonderful. And you know what? We definitely have to have you again because I have more questions, girl. Like, I'm trying to find this man, okay? But aside from that. <laughs> I got I, you, sis. I got I, you. Okay, good, good. Okay, good. I'm just like, as long as you're in my corner, I need that good energy, that positive, you know, we don't find the right one. Cupid energy, oh, yeah. Sunday, Aphrodite. Oh, yeah, all, all of that. that. Thank, Thank you. you. I love, I love it. it. And I was going to ask one last quick question, okay? Because... I just wanted to also know, because you are a nutritionist, so is there a nutritional component as well to this besides, you know, the fasting of the juices? Um, you also kind of help with daily diets and that will kind of bring you that more, I, I guess, bring you healthily to that to that place where you want to be. Absolutely. That is a great question. Um, and I do need to talk more about that. Um, yes, to answer your question, um, I have meal plans for each specific chakra. Believe it or not, yeah, the foods are dedicated. There are specific foods dedicated to each chakra, fruits and vegetables, grains, herbs, all of those things. And um, I want everyone I want everyone to think, think of it like this. When you consume food, it's, it's supposed to give you energy. And the whole point, chakras are energy. You know, that's what it is. So the food that we eat will either raise your vibration or lower it. So anytime we go to Thanksgiving and we eat heavy foods, we get the itis afterwards. It's because yep. that food is lowering your energy. So I kind of want us to start thinking of food like that. And then I, I do want to mention something else that I think is so imperative that we should all know. When you're truly in tune with your spirit, you will know what your body is telling you. Your body is always speaking to you at all times. So did y'all know that like uh, when you're stressed or you're dealing with anger or what have you, you start to crave specific foods. And when you deal with anger or stress, you will start to crave like salty or crunchy foods. And what your body is trying to tell you is that, yeah, yeah, you're stressed, but you're either dehydrated, you are you have low electrolytes or you need to eat more fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, legumes and seeds. Um, and the way that is you. Uh, uh, do yoga, meditate, 
um, of course, drink water um, and exercise, though, and then eat the fruits, vegetables, grains, and all of those things to help combat that. So now you are in tune with your spirit and your body. So now you can make better decisions. So instead of you going for the chips or something hard and country, crunchy, um, now you're like, okay, you could take a step back and like, okay, what is it that my body really needs? Oh, I'm dehydrated. So let me drink water or, oh, I need to meditate. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. I love that because like it's it it it's like I feel like your program I love it because it's like self-love inside and out and it's like inside and out on like level so it's like yes it's what you eat and stuff and yes it's how you move and like meditate and do yoga but then it's also how you think how you feel how you express yourself like it's so it's so thorough and it's so deep Yes. I'm so excited. Everybody needs to go get healed, please. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's like out. Yeah, I just want to point out, like, our listeners can't see us right now, but Jamicia is glowing, y'all. Like, I can see yes. the positivity. Melanin positive. And it's Thank like, you. that's what I want for us Black women. And I was going to also say, you know, there is that stigma among Black women. Like, what you know, when you're just walking down the street and you see another Black woman, yeah. we're not very likely to just smile and be like, hi, you know, Emily and Cindy will be walking past each yeah. other and we'll most likely smile at each other. Yeah. But Shaquita and Keisha, we <laughs> might not, like, we're not. You know what I mean? Like we have not, we're always shown as these angry black women to the point where there is kind of a guard up when we even see each other in public. And I want to take that guard down right now. Like right here, right now. Like I want to do like a challenge where it's like the black chick challenge, you know, where we just see a black chick and we're like, hey girl, hey, high five. Well, we can't high five during COVID, but you know. We guys be like, hey, hey, girl, thumbs up, black chick challenge or something, because we got to change that, you know, that yes. stigma. Absolutely. What I what I can definitely suggest to that, because I caught myself realizing, like, I used to be one of those girls where I'd look at look. And then because she has a face on, I'm thinking, like, what's wrong with me or what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. But I noticed I noticed now, like, I make it a, an actual, like habit of myself that if I catch myself looking at another girl and she notices I'm looking at her, I give her a compliment. Yeah. So that yes. she knows like I'm not looking at you hating girl. I'm looking at you appreciating. So Same. whether it's like, girl, I like those pants or I just I really love your hair. It it kind of throws them off guard, but in a good way to know that like you are being seen in this world and you're being seen and appreciated. Yeah. So I think if we all started doing that, that would make a huge difference to a lot of women. And even if it's just a small step of like self-love and self-healing, like because you you kind of like bring back what you attract. So like if you're sending out positivity, hopefully it's coming back to you. It may not come back to you from the same girl, but it may yep. come back to you from somebody else who's like, oh, I like those or I like your shoes, I love your earrings, I love your hair, or whatever. Exactly. I want to add to that, if that's okay. Yeah, yes. of course. I want to build it, girl. <laughs> so, like, now that we are having this conversation, and what you both, both of you ladies said, now I think I think it's important for us to like move in a way of compassion. It's like if you see, like, like you said, if you see another black woman and her face, she has a grimace on her face. It's like understand that it's it's never about you. And that's something that I learned in my past. Like 
it's not about me. Like a lot of the people, like the trauma that it's just people projecting trauma on other people, like trauma projecting and projecting on each other. So understand that she may be having a bad day or she's still dealing with issues that she's dealt with. So extend grace, extend compassion to each other. Like it's, it's a time out for having nasty attitudes. And that's why I believe that true healing starts from the inside and then you glow from the inside and then the beauty you know exudes exudes it all because there's a black women are beautiful to me they are so so beautiful but we we get that 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 those negative tropes saying that we're like nasty or we have attitudes it's like no examine the root to it why do we have attitudes why are we nasty it's because something happened to us and we don't know how to express or heal from that so show compassion to our sisters so yeah amen girl I and I want to say this is the sign, guys. This is the crown. So whenever you see another black girl staring, you just go, "Hey, girl!" Like, "Hey, queen!" Yes. yes. Queen. So for it. our viewers, it's literally doing the number three. You hold your pinky down with your thumb, and you have your three middle fingers up by the side of your head like a crown, girl. So the next time you catch a black woman looking at you, you just say, "Hey, queen!" Hey, queen. I see you, queen. I see you, queen. Exactly. There we go. That's the new thing. We're going to make it the newest TikTok trend, y'all. We're going to start it. We got to start a black girl podcast TikTok. And with the I see you, queen. I see you, girl. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on our show, Jamicia. Honestly, you got to be a reoccurring guest. Like, we need to have, like, wellness every last Wednesday or the month or something. Like, with Jamicia and people can ask their questions or something because yes. this this needs to be it can't end here this can't end here thank you for no, having really uplifting uplifting my day I know it uplifted Healthiva's day I hope it uplifts all of our listeners days and I'm encouraging everybody who's listening to the show if you have a question for Jamicia we definitely want to bring you back we definitely want you to be a friend to the show thank and you. maybe we can even do like a Q&A of people who have other questions people who are looking for or interested in wanting to take those first steps to be healed please yeah. connect with Jamesia with Kometic Yoga because yeah. a lot of times people want to you know live a better life do things better but don't know the first step or maybe they need help and guidance. There's no shame and no embarrassment in that. That is why we have healers, teachers, everybody out here to kind of lead that way. Jamesia yeah. is one of those people. So connect with her again. You said it's comedic underscore yoga. Uh, community underscore yoga. Community underscore yoga. But it's spelled K-E-M-U-N-I-T-Y. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll definitely pin that. Like, we'll put we'll put it under our video because we also have a, a, our YouTube platform that we do it on. So, like in our information, we could put her um, tag your information at the bottom of oh, our video. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Thank you, thank you, Lola and Heldiva. I really appreciate you all sharing space with me. Um, this of is course. A thing. Yeah. Our this is exactly what this platform is for you know yes, so i'm glad we got to share it with you thanks for thank coming you. on thank you all right take care all right bye